And when I first walked in the gym and I saw some girls with pull-ups and I did not have pull-ups, the first thing I felt was angry with myself. Mm -hmm. Like, what the hell? I was very frustrated with myself at first not coming in with the skills that they had. Mm -hmm. But you know what I realize now that I'm on – I've, I've been doing this a long time. That was really disrespectful to their struggle. <laughs> yes. Because I wasn't there yeah. the like years and years and years that they were doing banded pull-ups yep. and they were working their skills after class and they were showing up to the gym every earning single it. day earning it. And I thought I was just going to walk my badass <laughs> self in there and go get some pull-ups with it. Just stop trying to skip the fucking struggle, Rachel. <laughs> the big question is this. In a world of fake Instagram models and fad diets, how do real people achieve their fitness goals? We are an army of hardworking women changing their lives through fitness and health. Wherever you are at on your journey, we have the answers to how to make working out and eating well a part of your life. Join us in changing the dialogue for women everywhere. Welcome to the Thick Thighs Save Lives podcast. Hello and welcome back to the Thick Thighs Save Lives podcast. I am Rachel here with my sister Kelsey. Hi guys. And as you can now hear, it's cold season New England for everyone. (laughs) (laughs) Kelsey thought she was escaping the colds, but unfortunately no one. Escapes the cold. (laughs) Just just evaded for a little while and then it caught up. So a little Darth Vader stuff going on here today, but stick with us because we get an awesome episode for you today. But before we get started on that, you went in the shark's house. I went in the shark's house and didn't get ate up. You didn't get (laughs) You're here to tell the tale. Yeah, and you don't go in the shark's house and not get ate up. I don't know what (laughs) you were thinking going in that shark's house, but Kelsey competed at Wadpalooza and had an amazing weekend with her team in which she crushed the swimming event. Let's go. Let's go. I mean, I don't know if I crushed. I survived. What? I didn't excel, and I would like to excel next time. Well, goals. But, yeah, goals. Because you keep you keep readjusting your goals. You sure do. But the number it? one thing is yeah. that you did not get eight. I did not get eight. <laughs> I, I did sure. survive. I was like literally saying that, and then I said I need to come up with a new song to sing when I get in the water because you don't want to – you know, use the S word no. when you get in. No, no. And then I was like, on da da si. Oh, that's a good one. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I want to get ate by a crab either, but it'd probably be well, better. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it, it gave the, the the ocean a little fun twist yeah, to it. Yeah, flounders in there, Sebastian. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just your friends. It's just, just your, your friends. friends. Nothing yeah, scary in there. Me and Ariel yeah. trying to breathe. <laughs> Congratulations on an amazing weekend. Congrats to you, your team. You guys just were so inspiring the whole weekend, and I was proud to know you. I'm gonna, oh, thanks. I, I was proud to know you. We I, had an absolutely amazing time. We just like lived it up every second in the moment, drinking it in, just like celebrating life and fitness and like the things that our body can do. We've talked about this a bunch of times in the podcast, but we really did it. We lived in the moment. We definitely like owned it and didn't just get like swept up and being nervous and just like 
were thinking about like, I'm so happy to be here and be able to do this thing. That's so cool. Mm -hmm. That's so cool. So in the spirit of appreciating your body for what it can do and all of the amazing things that it can accomplish, our episode today is on modifying workouts and how to go about doing that properly. And really more than anything, I think what I want to really get across with this episode is the fact that when when a, when you see a workout it is absolutely modifiable to any level no matter what movements you see you should never be intimidated that that workout is not for you it's never you know something that's too hard it's always an accomplishable workout at your own level and i think that's one of the most amazing things about fitness is the fact that you can design a workout that the fittest person on the planet can do right next to an 85-year-old grandmother and they're doing the exact same workout at their ability level. And yeah. I think that's like the coolest thing. Yeah. They were all doing our own work to our ability level. And just going into a workout, I think a lot, a lot of us when we start out, we see some of the skills that we haven't mastered yet and are like, well, I can't do that yet. Well, like we always want to start with what you can do. What is your ability level right now? And it's it's better than not doing the workout at all. Oh my gosh, absolutely. Yeah, so like let's start with the fact that you are entering in something that you haven't done before maybe or trying a new skill that you haven't mastered yet. Wow, what a cool learning experience to try this new thing. So I think what we want to focus on today is where to start. So you see a workout and you're like, hmm, I can't do that yet, but where do I start? Where do I start with my scales? How do I progress them? How do I modify this to what I can do right now? And like know in your mind that what you are doing right now is perfect for your ability level right now. You're not a failure. We're going to keep telling you that in every one of our podcasts. Pretty much. Yeah. yeah that's that's like a, a common theme. It literally applies to like everything that we talk about because if you're doing this workout, you haven't failed anything. You've won. You're a winner. You won the day. Absolutely. Like you did the workout. So I really don't want to hear any of you out there saying, I didn't, I, I didn't crush the workout today. I'm, I'm such a failure. What? Girl, you did a workout. You absolutely are crushing every workout that you do because you did it. Mm -hmm. So that's the main thing. And I think that where we really want to start with this is, first of all, I think what a lot of, what happens a lot of times in the group is when people initially come in and they see our free giveaway workouts, they go, oh, wow, you know, these are intense. These are, these are difficult. And I don't think this is for me yet. I need to get in better shape before oh, I, you know how that's people, a great, that's a great point. People do that a lot. Um, where I see with athletes, oh, well, I'm going to start getting in shape and I'm going to start working out at a high intensity, but first I have to get in shape. I need to get in shape before I get in shape. It's kind of like I, I'm going to yeah. do some things, you know, on my own at home and then I'll join the gym. We often hear this from um, oh a lot of people. So many. To get in shape before they get in shape. Yeah. But what I think a lot of a lot of people don't understand is that these workouts that we program are literally for to get you in shape. At, well, not only that, <laughs> but they're appropriate for everyone. Mm -hmm. You can do this workout as a high-level athlete and get an amazing workout. And mom mm -hmm. can do this workout as, you know, a 64-year-old grandmother and 
at, she does it at her ability level and she gets an amazing workout. And, and at the end of it, you guys are both laying dead on the floor next to each other, giving pounds, being like, yeah, we, we both just, work to our capacity today. Yeah, yeah. It's really, it's like the coolest thing. And so that's why I sort of, I, I always want to challenge people who say that, you know, they're not there yet and they want to get in shape before they get in shape mm-hmm. because, you know, wherever you're at right now, that's the place to start. We can take you to an amazing workout, great heights in a workout where you will be just like so accomplished at your specific ability level. So let's just say you see a workout with pull-ups, mm. right? That's one of the ones that's that scares. That's a great example because many women don't have pull-ups. It's a really hard skill to master. It's a really hard skill yeah. to master. Yeah, and I think some of us who have that as our goal can feel disappointed that we don't have it yet, but that takes a long time and a lot of strength to master and a lot of other modifications to get you there. Did you walk in the gym with pull-ups? I did not walk in the gym with pull-ups. I know this was – at this. Um, in our Facebook group, this was mentioned one time that Rachel said, like, hey, Kelsey walked in the gym without pull-ups. And someone was like, really? Like, when was that? I want to see a picture. And I was like, dude. <laughs> it actually wasn't that long ago. No. And, like, we – in or Tosavar or, you know, a sub-three-minute friend, none of these things were anything any of us walked into the gym with and didn't need to get in shape to get in shape. Right. You know, right. it's it's where you start out and say, I don't have pull-ups yet, but like, what are the things that I can do to get there? So if I see a workout, you know, when you first start out, if you see a workout with pull-ups, you don't say, oh no, I can't do those. You say like, okay, the desired skill today is upper body strength. Mm-hmm. Upper body much. pulling. Yep. So upper body, upper body pulling is what the desired stimulus is today. So how am I going to achieve that? So like what you what you should really look at when you look at a workout is what is the stimulus I'm trying to get today and how is it that I'm going to do that. So if seated pull-ups like with a bar, you're pulling yourself up overhead, yep. you're achieving the same stimulus for your ability level as you know someone like me who is doing pull-ups for my ability level because it's not the same level anymore. You know, it's not the same – it is the same level of difficulty for where we are right now. And that's the important thing is when, you know, when we have athletes who come in the gym and they say, and, and you know, after the workout's done, they're laying dead on the floor and we walk up to them and say, yes, like, you did awesome it. job. Mm-hmm. What a great day. And they say, yeah, but. Oh, the yeah, but. Yeah, but I didn't do um, full push-ups. I did push-ups on a box. Yeah, but I didn't do pull-ups. I did ring rows. Yeah, but I didn't jump on the box. I just stepped up. Mm. First of all, we got to start there because I really want to hit hit home that for me, that hurts my heart when an athlete yeah. diminishes. When they work to the max of their capability, they're and you laying there them. dead. And I'm like so proud. I'm like yeah. holding back tears in the corner going like, Oh my you're god. You're doing it. You're doing it. You're, yeah. And they're and they're and they've given everything they have to a workout. And the first thing they do afterwards is diminish the work they just their planned. success. Yeah. It's, yeah, but I mean, even outside of the gym when we have people, you know, I, and I I talk to people and I say like, "Whoa, I, hey, I saw on Facebook you did a 5k." Yeah. Like, "Oh my god. So cool. good for you." Yeah. Yeah, but 
I ran it in like 50 minutes. I was like one of the slowest ones. I had to walk a couple times. It's like, <laughs> that's the first thing you're going to say? Yeah. I mean, of course, it's great that you have goals maybe next time that you don't want to walk at all or you want to run it in under 40 minutes or whatever. Whatever your goals are, that's fine. But it's just always striking to me that the very first thing out of someone's mouth is, yeah, but. Let's get rid of the yeah, but. I want to get rid of that today forever. Yeah. Because the fact is, is that you working at the top of your ability level is the exact same as me working at the top of my ability level. If that looks different, who cares? Yeah. We're both working as hard as we possibly can. And I'm saying that's worth all the fist bumps in the world because – you got to appreciate what your body can do, where it is now. And everything you gave. And that's where you start to like feed the beast. (laughs) I agree. That's why I like to what we talk about this. Rachel and I talk about this all the time. Like that's when you start to feed the beast of like feeling invincible of just saying like there isn't any yeah, but there is like I did this today and I'm so proud. Okay, repeat like repeat that dialogue to yourself and don't take your accomplishments and give them a backdoor of yeah, but. You know, there's two beasts that you can possibly feed, isn't there? You know what I mean? Yeah, we don't feed the fears. Yeah, the the fear beast, (laughs) which is the person that responds with, yeah, but, Mm, you know. The doubt sisters. Yeah, and some sort of (laughs) doubt in their ability or some sort of diminishment. If you feed that beast, you know, that just takes over everything that you do, you Mm -hmm. know. And then when you walk around in your everyday life, it's sort of always with that backdrop of, yeah, I'm not really good enough though. Yeah. And feeding that beast is counterproductive. That's not why we go to the gym. That's not why we fitness. Why we fitness is to feed the beast beast. (laughs) And that's the confidence beast. And that person, when they finish a workout and you say, oh my God, you did it. I'm so proud of you. High five. They go, yeah, I'm really proud of myself today. Mm -hmm. And that echoes In everything that you do in your life, when you walk around, that beast is bigger and you're confident and you're proud. And that just transcends everything in the gym, doesn't it? Oh, absolutely. And I just want to say like that, our goals are forever. When you set performance-based goals, which we talked about in a previous podcast, but when you set these type of goals, they're they're (laughs) ever-evolving, like forever. So I could for I could keep doing the like yeah but you know I have nine unbroken muscle ups yeah but I don't have twelve right you could keep doing that or you could say like oh I have this many unbroken muscle ups and it like as different athletes we have all of our things right like I have some strengths that. I'm like, ooh, these are my thing. And then other, some of my weaknesses, and I'm like, well, I could really improve that. Mm -hmm. But when you accomplish even some of your weaknesses, it's your biggest day that you did it. And I'm just thinking about at Wadapalooza, one of my teammates really struggles with legless rope climbs. She, it's, it's a really hard thing for her. And we, and we had her doing the least. So she could have said like, yeah, but I wasn't able to do more. But when she was done, we were so thrilled that she got one that it legit brought me to tears that I was like, you did this thing that was so hard for you. It's not the same thing as hard for me. It's this this thing that's so hard for you and you did it. And you did it. 
you accomplished it. Like you did, you did this thing and it was your own beast that you overcame and you said like, hell yeah, I just did this. That's so cool. And that's a really, I think that's a really important thing to remember is that we don't all have the same weaknesses and strengths and our, you know, our struggles in the gym are not going to be always the same, but to be proud that you are constantly moving forward and moving to be a more complete athlete that can do more amazing things with their body. That's what we're all hoping for. And um, And that's what we're doing for each other, right? Like all of us women are all looking around and we don't want to hear your yeah buts. We want to hear your like, you did this great thing and I'm sitting there watching it and I'm in it with you and I just want you to succeed and like I'm so happy that you do and I can watch you trying hard that we can like lit this is the world that I want to create. Okay. I'm into it. I'm into it. <laughs> is that we can just like be so happy for each other when we accomplish these things. And then when we set new goals and it's not it's not the same, right? Like I watch mom get a pull up. My mom is 64 years old. Get a pull up and I know that she worked like 3 years. To, to get this pull-up. It's insane. And it was like my soul was on fire. <laughs> Seriously. Seriously. And, you know, the the greatest thing I think what, what mom has really learned in setting performance-based goals is she didn't hop down and say, yeah, but I didn't get two. She yes. went running around here like her yes. hair was on fire, <laughs> screaming, yeah. Like mm-hmm. she, she felt that same joy too and she was feeding that right beast. You know, I don't know. I don't know why it is. I'm not really sure where the yabot came from. I'm not. I do know that I, I, I find coaching that it's more common with women. I don't hear it as much from men. Definitely. I'm, I think it's sort of an ingrained thing. I think we're afraid to celebrate our accomplishments that it might come off as arrogant or it might come off as cocky or some – I think it's like these characteristics as women we feel that we should suppress that kind of like competitive feeling about us. Oh, boy, I'm doing us. it wrong. <laughs> I'm doing women I wrong. I was then. like – I was when I was saying it, I was like, I don't think Rachel feels this because she no. just never felt that. But I know for me that like – you have this idea that you're not supposed to be like – it's like this like gloating or um, celebrate your accomplishments, what you're doing. But like, guys, if you don't celebrate your accomplishments and you're just waiting for everybody else to, you're going to be waiting a long damn time. You are going to be waiting a long time. That's for sure. And you are not going to feel that joy that you can just like – just feel in your heart. You don't need to like – look for validation from anywhere else because you feel that joy and you said like, oh my God, I just did this. Who validates you? You do. You do. (laughs) The scale doesn't validate you. Mm -hmm. The mirror doesn't validate you. You do. You feel this inside and you just like know that you did this thing. And I want to like touch on just thinking of mom getting a pull up. We, this joy takes some time and it comes from a certain amount of failures. Like, we build this, like it's almost like building up in a roller coaster of this achievement when we go in and we do ring rows and we, do, you know, work up our weight and deadlifts. And then when you finally get that, whatever it is, the, 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 the accomplishment that you're looking for, it's so great because you've put in 
so much work. One of the biggest mistakes I made when I first started um, really getting competitive about my fitness because I have always been an ultra competitive person and I want to be the best at everything I do. And when I first walked in the gym and I saw some girls with pull-ups and I did not have pull-ups, the first thing I felt was angry with myself. Mm -hmm. Like, what the hell? I was very frustrated with myself at first not coming in with the skills that they had. Mm-hmm. But you know what I realize now that I'm on I've I've been doing this a long time. That was really disrespectful to their struggle. <laughs> yes. Because I wasn't there. Yeah. The like years and years and years that they were doing banded pull-ups and they were working their skills after class and they were showing up to the gym every single day earning it. And I thought I was just going to walk my badass (laughs) self in there and go get some pull-ups with – just stop trying to skip the fucking struggle, Rachel. (laughs) And and that's one thing that that I see with with people, new people that come in, you know, that initial feeling of, oh, man. Oh boy, I got a long way to go here. This is kind of frustrating. Listen, it's the journey is what it's all about. I hear that a lot from new members or, you know, women who are entering in the gym for the first time is that intimidation, right? They're looking around and they're feeling intimidated by either the skills that other people can do or the look or whatever it is. It's intimidated in some some type of way. That intimidation often leads to not coming back. I agree. Yeah, I see and that I've, a lot. And that makes me feel so sad. And I had just talked to a girl who's been, you know, crossfitting for a long time and had said, she walked into a gym at the beginning of her career and she said she walked in and she saw all of these like super ripped people. They were doing like a wall ball workout. She remembers. And she turned around and was going to leave. Now, this is someone that was on my team. So she's she's pretty good now. Mm-hmm. She turned around. She was going to leave. And a coach stopped her and said like, hey, can I help you? And she's like, oh, God. <laughs> God gonna, can you help me? Um, yes, you can help me get out of here. <laughs> help me find the door. But it was because she had walked in and was like, oh, God, I'm not ready. I'm intimidated or I'm not there yet. And it's like, Let me go get fit before I come here to get fit. Before I come here <laughs> yeah, to get fit. There yeah. we go. Yeah, yeah. And I think that that's, so, that's such a common theme that I think we need to – you know, talk to new listeners about or, or people that are new to working out or setting these type of goals is that that you're not alone there in feeling intimidated or feeling like, whoa, what, what is going on here? I can't do those things. We've all been there. And don't miss out on the opportunity for me to tell you that I've been there because you already ran out the door before I could right. catch you. Good um, thing that coach caught her. Right? Because her whole it's entire life would be different. her life. Yeah. Like literally changed her life and saved her life because she had a heart condition, yeah. and and now she like it it just saved her life. We'll go into that later, but I just want you to know that you're not the only person that has been intimidated by these things. But don't skip the struggle. We've all been there. We've all walked in and said like, "Wow, I don't look like that," or um, I, "I could barely get through the warm up." Yes. How am I gonna? Yes. That's a really common one, right? Yeah, we've all been the, my first bring a friend day that I went to class, like a CrossFit class, I was like, oh my God, that was the warm-up. <laughs> Are they serious? I was like, shit. That happens with CTSL often where we get new members who come across our workouts for the first time and, and want to give them a shot and they get into the warm-up and start an unbelievable panic. Yes. Like, oh no. Yep. If I can't even 
do the warm up? How am I ever going to? And and but that's where that's where modifying comes in, and that's yes. where it's like you you have to understand and, and trust in your coaches that wherever you're at, the workout can be modified for you to give you an awesome workout, uh, an awesome hour at the gym, and get you fitter. Yes. And, and just that when you start getting into these type of workouts, it's it's a little bit of a, a shock. It can be, yeah. It's a, Yeah, it's definitely a little bit of a shock because you're like, well, I'm not used to breathing heavy during my warm-up, right? But we we know now that we, you know, we've do, been doing this for a long time and there's a lot of science behind this that, like, we need to get your blood pumping. Like, you should be breathing heavy, but a lot of people are used to that. right. They're used to that, like feeling that stimulus and having that panic of being like, oh no, but I'm already out of breath. I'm already sweating. And we're like, oh, it's a good thing. Well, Your heart is pumping, girl. That's like, the thing. You, you got you to gotta get uh, comfortable being uncomfortable. And yeah. that is a hard thing for a lot of people when they first start. That was a hard thing for me was with that uncomfortability, that's where progress comes. So you, if you want to stay in your comfort zones, you know, that is going to lead to plateaus and that's not the way to progress beyond what you can currently do. But, but getting outside of those comfort zones and getting uncomfortable and being a little bit scared. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, how many times have you been scared in a workout that you might not finish? <laughs> oh my God. Still. Right? Yes, right. Still. You know why? Because it constantly, it moves with you. So <laughs> I know that like there's this common misconception that if you get to a certain fitness level that everything is easy (laughs) for you. you. And I'm like, oh no, 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 no. That's, that's just not how, that's just not how it goes. You see the fittest people in the world fall down after a workout because they're working to their capacity. So it's just, it's the same. And I, I just like, I can't drill that in enough is that you know, if you're just starting out and you're working to your capacity and you're feeling really tired, perfect. Me perfect. too. Perfect. We all Me are. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> I'm right there with you. And I think that that's just – that's such the beauty of changing your workouts and like finding a community to, to do your workouts with is that it doesn't matter what chapter you're in in your book. Don't compare your chapter to someone else's when they're not they're not even in the same – they're yeah, not even they're not in the, relevant. They're not on the same page. Right. But we're both doing it together and we're both on completely different chapters and we're still feeling it together and we're encouraging each other because we're working to our capacity today, whatever that is. If that is you're not quite at full burpees yet and, you know, I'm doing a ton of burpees, like we're both working to what we can do right now and we're both getting better and fitter every day. Isn't that beautiful? It's so beautiful. That's so beautiful. And and that's why I just I love fitness for the unbelievable amount of scalability modifying that you can do so that two people of completely opposite ends of their journey or you know on very very different fitness levels, varying ages. I mean We've had people come in with injuries that, you know, they have an immobilizer on their shoulder. They cannot do anything overhead, but we can modify a workout so that they're absolutely dead and breathless at the end, just like the person next to them that had a full range of motion with their shoulder. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's not about what you can't do. Yeah. It's about what you can. Yeah. 
And I think that that's a great point when when talking about injuries or some type of limitation that you have in the moment is not thinking like, I can't, well, I can't use, you know, my leg or my foot today. It's like, so I'm not going to go to the gym, which I think a lot of people fall in this rut of, well, I have this thing. Plantar fasciitis is a, is a common right. one. Right. Um, well, I have this thing that I can't, you know, I can't work out. The rest of your body is not broken. Right. <laughs> you know, the rest of your body is still working. You need to honor that. Like honor the the fact that like you can do a ton of other things. Absolutely. And that's where I think great programming and great coaching comes in. So you you ha- you absolutely have to when you're when you're thinking about scaling workouts and modifying workouts to your ability level, the most important thing I think is that you get the help of a coach. professional. Because the fact is when someone programs a workout, they have a desired stimulus in mind. So if I'm programming a workout with, you know, X amount of push-ups, I have a goal that I want my athlete to reach. Now, if you can do, you know, one or two good push-ups, but you don't, and, and I've programmed 50, okay, I don't, as a programmer, I don't want you sitting there staring at the mats, praying to get another push-up and failing push-up after push-up. That's not actually the desired stimulus of that workout. Mm -hmm. So what I would help you do is I would help you get an elevated push-up that was appropriate for 50 for you that you would absolutely be working to make your push-ups better, but at the same time, working on the stimulus that I'm asking for, working at a high intensity, staying moving. And and instead of getting frustrated with yourself, you can end that workout on a high note of, wow, I just did 50 push-ups. Yeah. And no but. No or, but. well, I – none of that. It's like I just did 50 push-ups. But again, you have to know what the coach has in mind for you, and that's, I think, really – why it's important to make sure that you're getting help. Oh yeah, I think that's that's such an important. I mean, we we try and drill this a lot because I think that a lot of especially in the fitness world, uh, people are like programming their own stuff or like deciding how to modify um, their workout without any real direction or knowing what the programmer has in mind. And I think like that's like not being a doctor and writing your own prescription. Right. (laughs) You know, like, let's get a second opinion. (laughs) Yeah. Like, don't just start taking stuff, right? Like, you don't know what that script does and you're just writing a script, you know, and you want it to work. It's, you know, you know, we spend a lot of time on this and a lot of time thinking about programming, testing workouts and, you know, looking at desired stimulus that like, there's a lot more thought that goes into that. And like, and, and then you have to, you know, individualize it. So then for the, with the push-up example, we say like, I would say like, okay, there's, there's 50 push-ups. I want you to pick an elevation that you can do eight to 10 unbroken. Does that mean the whole workout you have to do that number unbroken? No, but you have the ability at your ability right now to do that number at that elevation unbroken, and you can make it through that 50, keep moving. 
Right. That that's would that that's where knowing your athletes comes in too. Is coaches need to know their current athletes' ability levels to be able to scale appropriately. And also, you know, I think a really important thing on why you don't scale for yourself is or modify for yourself is because it can be a slippery slope on getting stuck in a modification. Yes. Mm-hmm. So we have we do see this from time to time where people say, well. Um, what do I use for dumbbell snatches in a workout? Well, I use tens. Yeah, that's a great point. How long you been using tens though? Yeah, um, about a year. Well, <laughs> it might be time yeah. to go ahead. And now we're not going to add intensity before we have the correct movement standards, right? So we want first for your movement patterns to look beautiful, safe. We want to add some intensity to that. But the key is that you don't want to be stuck on the same modification forever. Because if you're using the same elevation for your push-ups, say, for a year, we're not working on taking that elevation away at all. We're just working at getting better at that elevation, which – yeah, yeah, there's it's like a twofold there. It's like the maturity as an athlete to know, and guys, you're all athletes, um, just so you know, knowing, you know, what you typically use in a workout and knowing that like this is, you know, this is the elevation I usually use. So there's like that maturity there and then beginning to push the envelope. So, you know, we want you to start to feel comfortable with movements and we want you to start to feel like, okay, I know I know a good modification for when I see pull-ups. I know that I know that I can use a band and get through this workout. There's there's that maturity there, but then also keeping to push that and say, okay, so even you had you've had a black band for X amount of time. I think it's time to go to a green. Right. It's, you know, you, know, and, you want to be comfortable. Take you a little bit longer mm-hmm. today, but you're getting fitter today. And that's the goal. The overall goal is to improve your fitness. Absolutely. And we want you to be comfortable with the movements, but not too comfortable. Yeah. yeah. Because when you get comfortable, that's when the progress starts halting. So, yeah, we just, we want to see as coaches, we want to see our athletes constantly pushing for their modifications to be more and more difficult for them with the desired stimulus still being maintained. So, you know, we don't want you standing there staring at a barbell that's far too heavy for you for the majority of a workout and and not getting a good workout in. We also don't want to see you going unbroken, finishing the workout 10 minutes before everyone else yes. and not even breaking a sweat, you know? So that's where great coaching comes in and knowing yourself as an athlete. And and I totally agree that the the more you know yourself, the more comfortable you get. That's great, but just don't get too comfortable. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. I think a great a great story I think I have for just thinking about the victories from where you start from a modification to when you overcome or you move along. If anyone knows the workout, Diane it has deadlifts and handstand push-ups. 
And the first time that I did that workout, the first, yeah. The deadlifts are at 155 pounds for women. That's what the workout calls for. And handstand push-ups, and it's a 21.59, so 45 total reps of 155-pound deadlifts and handstand push-ups. It's a difficult workout. Definitely a difficult workout. And it's like, oh, you have a couple handstand push-ups without an ab mat. You're like, oh, okay, but do I have 21.59? (laughs) And I remember I knew I needed to scale the deadlifts. I knew like I had a very a lighter weight for the deadlifts and I started with like two ab mats for handstand push-ups and my coach ended up bringing me an extra one because I was not going to make it and feeling so frustrated that day and being like and this is one of those moments I think back like Kelsey you didn't earn that but it was early on and just feeling like so frustrated that like I needed to add another ab mat I couldn't even make the weight I was like 50 pounds under the like prescribed weight like what but then a couple years later <laughs> I did the sa- that same workout with 155 no ab mats unbroken and sweet sweet victory. Sweet that tasted <laughs> real good. <laughs> you know because like it it was it was remembering very very clearly of where I had started with that and just being able to see that tangible progress is amazing. Yeah, and that's that performance-based goals again come in and and just making you feel like you're on cloud nine. Yeah. You didn't skip the fucking struggle. You worked hard for it every single day, and then you had the fruits of that. And and the fact is, is, you know, you're an exceptional athlete, and you, you know, you've dedicated a lot to this. There are going to be a lot of people that are not ever going to be able to do a workout exactly as prescribed. There are going to be people that are not going to be able to necessarily get 45 pull-ups in a workout in their entire career. But that's not what's important. It's no. n- that's it's so not what's important. What's important is that the first day you came in, you could barely make it through that workout. Yes. And three years later, you're crushing it with your green band. And that I, I think that – and hanging from the bar and doing things that you never, you never thought possible. So I think that that intimidation factor of, you know, I can't start because this is – a little bit too difficult. And that is, I think, holding a lot of people back from achieving some really incredible things. And I think that knowledge that it is for you at any fitness level, if you can't do a burpee, we can modify a burpee. We can modify it. We can modify anything. If you can't do a sit-up, we can modify a sit-up. If you... Listen, guys, this is for every single person. This is for every single age. This Fitness is for everyone. And with great programming and great coaching, you can absolutely have the most fun hour in the gym ever and get so much fitter and get better every Improve day. Improve your quality of life. Improve <laughs> your quality of life. I mean, it just the, – the, it doesn't stop. Feed your confidence beast – And we can modify it so that it's right for you right now. And not only that, but it's right for you three years from now That's that's when you're that much fitter. That's the key right there. Five years from now when you're that much fitter. And it's always changing. It's all – you're always reaching for better more and more and more. And, you know, one thing that – You haven't hit your goal weight and then it stops. You keep getting better. You keep getting fitter. You keep moving the needle to be – 
a, a more complete human. <laughs> That's so cool. And I just want to hit on one quick Wad Palooza story that I think really highlights this is if you think that the top athletes and, and people who are at their top of their game aren't always in this, and they're in the exact same boat of struggling to be better every single day. Um, there was an event in Wad Palooza with a handstand obstacle course, basically, in which you had to walk up a ramp on your hands and then walk down. And I know over the years that you have worked tremendously hard on your handstand walks, and they have come an exceptionally long way. However, faced against that obstacle, you and your team couldn't get past it. You guys made some really, really great attempts going up. And we watched on TV team after team of like these insanely fit people. Yeah. Feel this once you start to like, you're like, oh, I've mastered walking on my hands. Like I can walk a hundred feet on my hands unbroken, but there's always the next thing. There's always a new challenge. And it's like, oh, oh God, now you have to walk upstairs. (laughs) So, so, but the thing is, but it's, but that's difficult. Like we're talking about, okay, is it difficult to maybe hold yourself up on your hands? It's the same, like, we're always moving it, right? So, like, if you're a person that's like, well, I couldn't even think about kicking up to the wall. Well, I couldn't even think about getting over a handsome obstacle. You know what I mean? Like, we all have our things that constantly move us to what is challenging for me and what is challenging for a beginner. And it keeps the fitness community together. Yeah, it keeps and us, understanding we're each it. other. Right, we're all facing these obstacles of how do we get better? How do we constantly improve ourselves? And whether you're at the top of your game, staring at a handstand obstacle, going, "Oh my god," uh, I, you know. Uh, this is humbling, or you're a person going, I can't, I can't do a push up right now. Man, this is humbling. I think the humbling part is such an important piece that we all, that we kind of like brush by sometimes because we all have a day where we're like, there is my humble pie today. And we all, and we have those days where we're like, I am the greatest beast of the world right now. Like I can't be I am, stopped. I can't be stopped. I'm so fit. Like, but we all have those days where we just like eat that humble pie and we're like, oh, I thought I was pretty fit. Guess I'm not that fit. But Listen, it's, that's what keeps you coming that's back. That's what keeps though. you coming back. And just because you walk in and you have a couple of those days, if you, you know, have are new to just working out and you have a couple of those like humble days where you're like, I couldn't get through the warm-up today. I couldn't get through the warm-up. I just started, you know, I just started working out and I feel really tired. And like that was really hard for me. It was really hard for me too. Or you have a day where you're like, ooh, I'm really feeling all the food that I ate over the weekend. I feel really slow and really tired. And instead of looking at that as being this like downer and I've fallen off the wagon and everything's down from here, it's like you ate a piece of humble pie today. You did. And look at it. Like, look at what you feel. I feel tired today because my nutrition has really been poor over the weekend. You're not off any wagon. You're learning. (laughs) It's all just a learning process and it's all just striving every day to get better at life. (laughs) At life. At, at At your body getting fitter, at your nutrition getting better. Everybody is where they're currently at and it's a place that 
that you're proud of. Yeah. I'm proud that I got in the gym today. I'm proud of what I was able to accomplish. And I've set some new goals for tomorrow. And in the meantime, I'm going to I'm modify. Yeah. I'm going to scale this workout. Yeah. And I'm going to be proud. I'm gonna mo- uh, yeah, I'm going to modify to my ability level. It's going to be really challenging for me. And at the end of it, I'm going to be so proud that I did it. And I'm going to high five the person who did the handstand walks in the workout or the pull-ups in the workout. And, I, and I'm and i like totally in awe of them. I'm going to high five them and say, yeah, we did the same workout. Because yeah. you did. Yeah. <laughs> you did the same workout. And just so you know, all of us, we're constantly in awe of each other. Like for that person who, you know, comes into the gym or like comes into my class and is just new to working out, I know how much courage it took to get there. And I'm in awe of you. I'm so happy you're more. here and I'm so happy that you've decided to make health and wellness a part of your life and that you're going to you're trying this this new thing that's really hard and I'm in awe of you. I'm so glad that you're trying you're going to you're going to finish workout with push-ups in it today. It, if it's against a wall, cool. Cool. Like you know, if we're doing some like weighted squats and you're doing it without any weight, cool. So proud of you. Listen, I'm so proud of you. So can you be so proud of yeah, you? Yeah, right. <laughs> That's all I want to ask. I'm sitting here bursting with pride yeah. that you came to the gym today and wanted to better yourself. And so all I'm asking is that just no matter what level you're doing your workout at, that you be proud too. You scale appropriately. You modify with coach's help. You show up. You don't quit, and then you be proud, and that's yeah. fitness. I think that I bitches. think that was a great like that you you know you don't quit. And we don't, we've said this many times in the group like don't quit in the middle of your workout. If you have to adjust, we adjust. But you're you're gonna you need to finish, and you need to finish for your mind and your confidence as well as your body. And it's more of like your mind than anything else because like you are unstoppable, and you need to believe that. But that's a built that's a skill. Like that doesn't – I didn't just wake up being like, I'm unstoppable. <laughs> I wish I did. I think I did actually. I think I Rachel was born. I was born like, unstoppable. unstoppable. <laughs> like, I just – I can't be stopped. I just – I don't know how to quit. I'm too legit. For everyone – I'm too legit. For everyone who's not Rachel, we didn't wake up like this. We didn't wake up feeling unstoppable. This is a learned – just like anything else, it's a learned skill that – I have to earn every day and it's by finishing those workouts to my ability level and just saying like, I'm just going to keep moving. I need a break right now. Many of you have said like, well, I needed to break throughout those work. Yeah. Yeah. You got to breathe. (laughs) (laughs) Breathing. Yeah. That's recommended. Yeah. You recommended like, of course you have to breathe. You may have had to have a, have a break in the middle. Um, That's cool. And then you pick it right back up. Then keep going. And then in like every time you pick it right back up, like you've taken an important step you don't even know about. You feed that beast. Yeah. That beast that then one day can wake up and say I'm unstoppable and truly believe that statement because that beast has been fed enough food. Yeah. And that happens with being proud every day, with picking up the kettlebell when you're too tired to pick up the kettlebell. Yeah. And, and showing up. And if you need ideas on, you know, on workouts, we have a free workout that comes out every single week. There's like 75 workouts. There's a ton of free workouts. Come to the group, get get this week's workout. And if you see something in there that looks a little intimidating, 
ask a coach. We are so happy to modify for you, to scale for you. If you're injured, we can help you, you know, um, work around that injury so that you can still get get a great workout in. There is no level of fitness that we can't scale to. There is no age. There is no yeah. anything. You you show up, we'll give you a great workout. So yeah. um, if you need help or ideas on workouts, come into the group. We are we're there. 24 hours a day, seven days a week. <laughs> we live there um, with our girls making their fitness dreams happen. Yeah. And and when we say the group, Fitness Programming by CVG on Facebook, come on in. Come on in and <laughs> come get some fitness. Yeah. So um, it's a pleasure. Thank you so much for listening. Please don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast so we can keep coming at you with great content. And um, if you have a topic that you'd like to hear discussed, definitely come in the group and, and let us know. We want to um, answer every question that you have and and give you the knowledge to get after it. Be a better, happier, healthier human. Love that. <laughs> yeah. Love you, ladies. We'll see you in the group. See you next week. Thank you so much for listening to the Thick Thighs Save Lives podcast. If you'd like to join our movement, head over to the Facebook group and take part in our free weekly workouts for a chance to win some badass gear. Search Fitness Programming by CVG on Facebook. We're in there every day. It's a perfect place to get in touch with us. This podcast is made possible by Constantly Varied Gear, so be sure to check out ConstantlyVariedGear.com. See you next week. Crush your goals.